0: Hello and welcome to the Sad Lads Club. My name is Tim. And my name is Hardy. And this is also called Tracks. Episode number 75. A quarter? No, not a (laughs) quarter. Three quarters. (laughs) Three quarters of a century. We've made it to a milestone. And we're marking it with what I think is maybe our most profound contribution to modern society thus far. (laughs) I wish I never said that. <laughs> yeah. That's quite a standard we've got at Stetna. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Stop listening, it's not true. Yeah, leave. Just leave. <laughs> uh, no, it's a good one. Uh, so what have we got coming up, if not the uh, subject matter, Harry? What kind of music have we got coming up? Aparting from the subject matter, we delve into all kinds of genres. Maybe staying with the similar theme with maybe what they're talking about possibly a bit of a bit of a thing there we are being but. the coyest divas <laughs> the co- coy divas uh, oh. we also got some really good highlights as well yeah some very good mentions of some very good people yeah it's an unbelievable playlist music one that i'm going to thoroughly enjoy listening to and you guys are going to thoroughly enjoy the whole bloody thing we love you for being here we don't need it. and we are going to see you flipping hell Ben has turned up at the window on the flip side of him <laughs> shall we begin, Let's begin now. you right, mate hello there Tim. how's it going things are going thanks <laughs> things are going thanks <laughs> things are going well thanks how are you? That's good to know, uh, things are good for me too. Lovely. Yeah, we're here on a Friday night, it all feels a bit like party time. Party time. <laughs> um, I changed the accent there to stop being offensive. <laughs> <Good>. Party time. <laughs> I'm glad you did um, Yeah. Uh, yeah, Friday night is it, It's a bit more of a thing, like, I think we said Thursday or Friday and I was like, Friday please Tim, because I don't want to have to be up at 7 o'clock in the morning the next day. Yeah, so we've We've got the beers in, we're chilling out in the office, we're having a lovely old time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think this may be, actually, knowing what's to come, maybe it's not going to be a more upbeat episode, Yeah, having actually thought about it a little bit, but <laughs> at least this beginning bit, the vibes are flowing. Flooding through. Yeah, have, has much been going on with you since last time we recorded? Uh, when did we record last, last Saturday, was it? No, like two days ago. We went and got sushi afterwards, remember? Ah, how was your sushi? It was so good. Mine was good, but I barely touched it. I oh, it was banging. So much sushi. Guys, mm. I mean, this is not a paid plug, but download Too Good To Go, the app, and just like, get food that restaurants are about to throw away, because yeah. it's the end of the day. Go pick it up. You have to go quite late. How much was but it? Like £3.80, £3. and yeah. there was so much sushi that, and this is from a fancy sushi restaurant in Brighton as well, which... I'm led to believe you can easily drop hundred quid in there. I mean, you could, yeah. Yeah, but like easily, easily, um, and how <laughs> hundred quid you drop it on the phone? <laughs> yeah, that's easily too. done. Don't worry if you've done it. Um, but we got like this massive box uh, for three pound eighty. I was amazed at how much was in there because I didn't realise it was like stacked up. Yeah, because there were like four bits of sushi I could see, and then there was four underneath it, and then four to the side with a nice little wasabi dip in the middle I think six to the side yeah possibly it was a, madness I was really hungry when I got home I couldn't finish it you couldn't finish it good, good. no I had some for lunch downstairs as well oh did you yeah oh I was too worried that I couldn't eat it again no but you're scared of raw fish anyway I am I had one bite and I was like I'm gonna shit myself <laughs> I don't know how it works I just it was nice but it just felt like I was going to be sick not because it was yeah it was, it was nice but I was worried oh it was brilliant that was one of. What did you? What did you put it in the fridge? Yeah. Yeah. Put the, the little fridge. box in the fridge. I left mine out in my room. And well, I then woke yeah. Up and the next that. day, like smells a little bit fishy. Yeah. I wouldn't have eaten it if I'd left it out. No. Um. Being so yeah, so we only recorded a few days ago. Wow. Um. Are you sure? Yeah, it does feel quite long ago, doesn't it? Yeah, when what day was it? A Tuesday. No, Monday. Was it Monday? Yeah, yeah it was because we actually talked about it being Monday as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, that was recorded. So we can't really have done much in this last week. I don't know, it feels quite busy to me still. It does in terms of me personally, like, work's been busy as hell. But uh, I guess one of the biggest things that's happened this week is that we got tickets. Oh yeah, see that, yeah, that was a big moment. It was. What did we get tickets for, Harry? um, Well, we got tickets to somebody that we've uh, talked about quite recently in the fact that they keep cancelling uh, tours. Yeah, so we're not actually that sure that we're going to go to this show. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't be sure. But we we got tickets for Bon Iver in London. Yeah, boy! Uh, a little bit sketchy, because we... Firstly, I only remembered because my boss was getting tickets Yeah, I'd completely else. forgotten. I was like, oh no, getting tickets is a bit stressful. And I was like, oh shit, it's yeah. Tuesday. Tickets are out. And then I got the one... Yeah, it and too- I was just sat at work minding my own business, and I saw you were ringing me. I was like, "What the hell does he want?" You never pick up either, so I was. I was really, I was, I was looking at my phone directly in front of me, and thinking, "Do I want to pick this up?" <laughs> I really can't be bothered. What could it really be? Yeah, exactly. I just thought you. <laughs> I thought either it was an accident because occasionally you'll like we'll be talking on WhatsApp, and then suddenly my phone will start ringing because you've clumsily hit the ring button. Or just like, I thought it was just going to be something pointless. I was no, like, either way, I can't be bothered. I tried calling you like twice the other day because my train was stopped because of a possible terrorist attack. See, that was one of the times I thought you were accidentally doing it. No, I called you twice. You picked up and then like put it down instantly. <laughs> just like, what is he doing? Uh, I was just trying to tell you that I was going to be late. And, yeah. what, you know, gonna, I was going to say, where am I? How can I get to you? Um, but you were being a dick. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was Monday. Um but yeah, we have got the tickets. It's in February. February on a Thursday, just, just a Monday. Oh, on a Monday. Got the Monday. I got the last show tickets. Okay. Either way, I, I, don't, that really, would be better. I don't really care. I just, I, want, I just want to go. Yeah. It's gonna be just <laughs> after my birthday. I'm gonna be really old by then. <laughs> Tim's done something with his hair at the moment. It's, it's like Friday wearing, night. <laughs> it's like you're wearing like a, a like a cowboy hat that goes out. Really. Know, I it's that? kind of doing like, this fan around your head Because normally think. my hair doesn't have like It's so floppy that I can't really like Achieve a shape with it I'm quite excited that I've made a cowboy hat on my head I wish I'd take a picture before you run your Ran your hands through it Yeah, Sexually <laughs> Did I now? Suggestively towards you yeah. um, <laughs> Friday night people It's getting a bit <laughs> weird already um, So yeah we got our tickets And you've been busy yeah. is, that, is that the conclusion we've come to? Pretty much, yeah, I was, yeah, it's just a lot of worky stuff that's, you know, I haven't really had any time to do anything. I was no. going to go to um, a show on Tuesday night, I think I asked you about it. Yeah, you did. Who was it for? Wolf Alice. Wolf Elise. Wolf Elise, um, but I couldn't go at the end because I was working. Yeah. Oh. Um, so that was probably good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really been it, I'm afraid. Oh. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Not that nice. No, shame. Uh, What have I been doing? I, because you're not going to ask, so I'll just answer it myself. I was going to ask, Okay, fine. Fine, fine. Go on then. Um, Uh, Tim, uh, anything you've been up to this week that you'd like to tell us? um, Randomly, I'm going to ask you. (laughs) How unprovoked. Um, I went to a music quiz, like a pub quiz thing, which was quite good. Um, Came fourth out of about... 20 or so teams that so did pretty well in that I was quite pleased um, We do have a music podcast Yes Who ran the show? Who ran the show? In the team um, Or was it all pretty equal? Was anyone a bad member? What So what happened? That sounds like a yes No It, it was, was an interesting No was It was an interesting setup up Because um, We Planned a team of six Yeah Was I part of that plan Or was I just an add-on? You were an add-on, I'm afraid, nice, man. Um, it was a very last-minute plan, and I didn't think you'd get back in time for me. It London. was last-minute. Um, so we planned a team of six. Then two people dropped out at the very last minute. Who were they? That was Lorena Joe. and Joe. Okay. So the opposite of a shout-out to Lorena and Joe. I feel like they wouldn't have been much good. No, but still, dropped out. <laughs> I don't know, Joe. <laughs> slagging <laughs> him off. <laughs> um, so then we were down to four. So then one of our team had to go as well just before the quiz started. So we were down to three. Who left? I want to know the names. Ben. (laughs) You left? No, not Brooks. A different Ben. Um, And then, (laughs) because it was so busy, like the guy who was running the show, the quiz master, he was like, this is the busiest quiz we've ever had. And while we were sat there thinking, oh my God, three people have dropped out. We're down to three. There was a group of three people. were like wandering around looking for a table and then they came over and like can we sit here and we said yeah and then they were like the person came around like are you doing the quiz and they were like yeah and then we were like should we join forces and then we joined forces with strangers um and they didn't contribute that much i'm gonna say but then even more crazy (laughs) after it was three rounds of 10 questions round one we did quite well we got eight out of 10 doing fine yes exactly um and then one of the three people. Another one of their friends came, and he was really good. He really? really pulled his weight, despite the fact that he didn't actually pay into the quiz. So technically, we were cheating by having an outside source come and join our team. Yeah. And the maximum team size was six, and he was our seventh member. Yeah, you fully cheated. We did cheat a little bit, yeah. I, but I, well, I did feel good about it because he kept getting really weird answers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> there was like a, the last round was a guess the intros round, and there was two where he was like, "It's this and this," and. Like, I'd never even heard of the artist. Never mind, knew the song. Mm. So he did well. Do you remember what they were? I'm guessing you won't. No, I still don't. But I am going to go and see him play in his band tomorrow, so... Really? I'm repaying the favour. Nice. Yeah. You got a nice little date. No. <laughs> it just happens to be at something I'm going to anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that. Um, spent... Wednesday? Or Tuesday? I spent Tuesday, like... Uh, planning a music event that I'm going to be throwing, which oh, yeah. uh, you'll, you listeners will hear much more about in coming weeks and months. But that was quite exciting. Um, plans are genuinely coming together for 2018? To yes. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. But it's going to be big. It's going to be the best thing to hit Brighton since um, the weekend before it, probably. But still, yeah. it's going to be good. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a good week. I've It's one of the very rare weeks where I, like normally i get to friday afternoon i'm like oh my god i can't wait for the weekend today was one of those days where i was like i was sat there and I was like is it nearly the weekend already this is weird like it felt like about a tuesday to me really? i've just breezed through this week oh, i'm shattered <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see how the energy levels hold up for the rest of this podcast um in the interests of not keeping you out of your little snug bed harry for too long I'm going to ask you, do you have a musical highlight of the week? I surely do, Tim. Surely do. Tim Lee Sure. So my highlight this week is one that I've uh, only discovered, I think. Wednesday or Thursday. I sent it to you. And you had a nice little funny joke with me. That was yeah. that was funny. It was Um yeah. The uh, sorry, the um well it's actually a demo. Which is it we'll get on to that. Uh the band is Whitney. Talked about them before. We had a whole episode dedicated. Live at Whitney. She's like one of the only bands we've ever dedicated an episode to. I think the only band. The Maccabees kind of counts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, The single, or demo, is You and Me. Yeah. And it's a really nice track. Um, Yeah, just seeing it with the brackets, demo, close bracket, um, just thinks it's a bit weird. Yeah, I was quite intrigued by that because it didn't, you know, if it pops up on, say... SoundCloud. I'm talking mm. about platforms. Then you might have thought, okay, just throwing rough stuff out. That's quite cool. You, you know, Kanye West did that for a bit. Um, big, you know, big artists do that. But it was straight up on Spotify. Yeah, and they, they've had a few singles out this year as well. The, the, yeah. the double, the double single. What's that called? Double A side. Double A side. Yeah. Um. So you'd think it would be kind of along those lines, but I think I kind of wanted to bring it up because I wondered if you could shed any light possibly um, on why it would be a demo but I don't know either of us are in the um... <laughs> not in the inner circle no um, I really can I've only been speculating yeah. but it's of a quality that you'd expect from them it's not you know shit yeah, yeah kind of quality wise no it's a good song yeah it's a lovely song uh, first thing I thought was that it was it opens up quite quick uh up tempo and I thought, ooh, someone sped up a Mac DeMarco track. Yeah. And then his voice kicks in. And I think, because someone was playing on the radio, I was like, is this Whitney? They're like, it is. Well done. Uh, to me, to be but honest, with us, it's quite easy to pick out a Whitney song. Very recognisable vocals for yeah. sure. But, you know, they were impressed, so I was yeah. taking out something I love. never even heard of them, guys, but... Pop in your colour. I just... Yeah. It sounded like they could be a Whitney, so <laughs> I went with it. I mean, um, Houston. Yeah. Do you know the amount of people that... Have, every time I've said something about Whitney, they just say that. It's getting a bit annoying now, too. Mm. Sorry. Mate. That's it. Well, you haven't done it. Oh, no. I right, yeah, no, just, did, just, a just did a little bit. just did a little bit, you dick. <laughs> um, yeah, I just had someone, we were going to see Whitney, and they were like, Houston? I was like, well, course he not? She's <laughs> dead. I'm definitely not seeing that. I <laughs> anyway. Reanimated Whitney Houston would be a traumatic thing in the haunt. Although, ironically, that is where we saw Whitney, and she oh, could oh, haunt yeah. the place. Wow. But she didn't. Someone missed a trick there. Yeah. Someone could have dug up her body. But <laughs> You it don't down. need to, that's the point of haunting. You can just say. You can just get a Ouija board. Yeah. Oh, it says Whitney yeah. Houston. I went <laughs> too far with that. It says W. Do you know what I wanted to do? Yeah. W. H. I. T. Do you know what I wanted to do? If I was like a funny person and had like a, a semi-decent brain, um, I would have said like a lyric verse, but I can't think of any. Was she, I... um, and I? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <know> <laughs> no, I think she is. I know the only one I can think of is, um, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. somebody. Ah. Okay. Because I love that song. That's kind of what your hair looked like a bit earlier, Winnie. Good. Houston. Good. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of glad that they're carrying on with this whole releasing music like yep. kind of it's, it's um I think it says something on the cover about light upon the lake, which makes me just think like, just forget about the album now, just move on with something anyway it's a it's a really nice song, um I'm looking forward to hearing more from them, I'm guessing we won't be getting a we probably saw them this time last year, November, yeah. I think yeah, around now, so I think um Give it another year. <laughs> Six months to a year, and you'd hope that there'd be a new record coming. I know they're still touring quite a lot. I follow yeah. them on Twitter, and they've, they've played Brian like three times since we saw them. Yeah, <laughs> but like, uh, uh, still touring America a lot. So I, I wonder whether that. <laughs> you don't really discuss it. No, I'm not disgusted by it at all. I'm just thinking, like, um, you know, that cycle, the tour cycle, and then getting back into the studio. I'm wondering whether actually they've finished that yet or not. I'm hoping that they have because I'd really love to hear like a new record from them. But yeah. I hope it's not um, they they strike me as one of these bands that could release a second album just very similar to their first yes not necessarily in a bad way but I know what you mean yeah but then there's so many people in that band that so many creative influences you'd think it could also be the exact opposite and go in a completely different direction because someone else takes the reins a little bit I hope so I mean this is very much fits on the album yeah but with the whole kind of album artwork and the whole Light Upon the Lake being on there, maybe it's maybe it it's a demo from something yeah. that was going to be on the album. That yeah. probably makes sense. It might just be something left over there. thought, do you know what, before we start on... In fact, you know what, that's probably exactly why. Before we start on the new project, we're just going to clear out the stuff that we yeah. like but didn't make the cut, and it's not going to be on the next record. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, I'll play it. You can all decide for yourself if you like it or not, because that's what you do when you listen to music. Yeah. And then we'll come back and we'll listen to yours, Tim. Cheers, mate cool so this is you and me the demo by winnie when we run from- Tim, gonna give us your pick, please. Yes. So my highlight has literally changed in the last few minutes because I've just thought I wanted to talk about something else. Um, I had picked uh, the new record by LA sort of producer, beat maker extraordinaire Sam I Am, who people will know from kind of doing some songs with El Sweatshirt, that kind of stuff. Really cool new album called uh, Pizza Party, which I really recommend everyone goes and checks out. It's just, like, a load of beats, no vocals, no nothing. But really, really cool, really interesting. And, like, for me, while I've been working this week, is something that has uh, kept me occupied. But I thought, actually, do you know what? If I'm really talking about, like, a musical highlight of the week, something that has either entertained or amused me most this week, there's only one option, because I've been talking to absolutely everyone I meet. The three people who came and joined our Pub quiz team... I brought this up to. I've been quizzing people. Have you talked to me about it? i talked to you about it. And this thing is Tim Westwood. Oh, okay. Tim Westwood, who, um, how to describe Tim Westwood to people who do not know Tim Westwood? He is um, <coughs> the son of a bishop. He is a thin, tall, white, probably quite middle yeah British male, but also kind of one of the biggest players in the UK hip hop scene and the kind of transatlantic uh, connection and kind of the you know bringing American hip hop to He's British like the host is of hip hop to the UK. Isn't yeah, he? he really is. He is. I saw a. I was reading an article about him earlier in the week, um, and someone described him as uh, what John Peel was to mm. indie. Tim Westwood is to hip hop for the British audience. Like he's in many ways, like a figure of fun. People do like to make a joke of him and fair enough, to be honest, because he does invite a bit of it on himself. He talks with a very silly voice (laughs) and he says very silly things. A lot of the time sounds almost kind of like he puts it on. Yeah, exactly. But he's genuinely like, um, someone who's like credible within the world of hip hop. Like he's friends with Jay Z. He put on Jay Z's first ever concert in London like, he he was talking about, um, he did a launch party for his Radio 1 show when he got a show at Radio 1. And P. Diddy came across and played it. Notorious B.I.G. came across and played it. Like, he is he is genuinely, like, a player in this world. And, like, a lot of the articles about him this week, because it was his birthday, a big birthday. Um, is he, what, 50? He's turned 60. 60? He's 60. Wow. When I said 50, I thought yeah. he was probably actually only 30. Yeah. No, but this is what I mean. This is what I've been saying to everyone all week. It's like, Tim. it was Tim Westwood's birthday this week. How old do you think he is? <laughs> like, that has been my quiz to everyone. Has anyone got it? No. Everyone goes like 45 or something. Yeah. 60 years old. And I looking mean, fresh-faced, unbelievable. Like being my dad. Yeah. He's really quite old now. But, like, still walking around in, like, an XXXXL, <laughs> Ralph Lauren polo, massive jeans, the biggest jeans you've ever seen in your entire life. Jeans to fit the thousands. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I just, a lot of the articles about him this week have been how, like, you know what, actually, finally, he deserves our respect. He, he's been a big player. He's actually, you What's know. What's he doing at the moment? He's DJing all around the world. Really? The last um the like the most recent interview I could find of his was someone interviewing him over the phone while he was DJing in Bermuda. It's like he's still just going around playing the music he loves and like like I say sometimes we can laugh about the way he dresses or the way he talks a little bit. But I think we can also like um totally sort of see ourselves in the fact of being so into a kind of music and just wanting to throw yourself in head first to the culture and just like yeah exactly embrace absolutely everything about and just become hip-hop you know Mm -hmm. that is kind of what he's done in his own mad way and he is like i love the fact that when we think of like a great british eccentric you think of like some old posh man who collects teacups or something but actually tim westwood with hip-hop is the great british eccentric as well he um he reminds me well this guy reminds me of Tim Westwood the he does like a lot of fire in the booth stuff yeah and yeah. he talks like that and we're gonna play this new track and it's yeah. like you do, I'd love to just have a conversation with him outside and just be yeah. like yeah hey man how are you he's like just stop it yeah exactly of, like, like, like just Tim Westwood talk like I think that I thing. think he does yeah like I think yeah when I it, actually like... no I've seen him toned down I've seen a him little in a little bit but he's still like yeah man yeah like, he but is. and like. He's still like the big dog dropping bombs yeah like no westwood like no one in the <laughs> history of human race has heard the sound effect of drums of bombing drops more than Tim Westwood cuz it's constantly drop and bomb there. Bombs. to everyone in London <laughs> in the surrounding area <laughs> and everywhere in the world yeah but my, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but this is my point about him he is brilliant and everyone's got their own funny memory of him like whether it's pimp my ride or listening to him like oh my god pimp my ride that's yeah. what i remember him mostly from yeah but like, like all i remember so good. i remember like being he used to have a radio one show like really quite late at night and it was kind of it was after the watershed i think so like there'd be bad language on it as well uh like of all this music he was playing and i would like be sort of a little bit like nervous, listening to it in my bedroom, thinking like, "Don't want my parents to hear me listening to Tim Westwood." Um, but like, he's he's just kind of brilliant, um, and he's been there forever. And I love the fact that he's sixty and he's still going. So, really, my musical highlight of the week has just been thinking about Tim Westwood quite a lot. Nice, yeah. And in honor of him, I'm going to I'm going to play something from his latest compilation CD because that's also what he does. Like, he puts out loads. Of loads and loads and loads and loads Like looking on Amazon at how many compilation CDs he's put out Loads and loads and loads and loads loads loads. Like maybe three a year for the last 20 years It seems There's millions of them But the latest one is called Westwood's Hip Hop Club Bangers Um, And maybe actually I'll give you a choice of like I'll give you the first five songs And you can pick which one is going to play as my highlight Okay Uh, So number one is Eminem Real Sim Shady Okay. Number two is Kanye S, Jesus Walks. Mm. Number three is Notorious B. I. G., Mo Money, Mo Problems. Number four is P Diddy and Black Rob and Mark Curry, Bad Boys for Life. Number five is Fat Man Scoop, featuring Crooklin can with Be Faithful. I'm thinking of what we might not have played and I'd, we haven't had any biggie on the uh on the podcast that I remember. So I I think that's a good shout Yeah. Let's, let's play that. This is Notorious B.I.G. With more money, more problems. Happy birthday, Tim Westwood. We love you. Happy birthday, Tim. B.I.G. P.P.A. No info for the D.E.A. Federal agents mad because I'm flagrant. Tap myself and the phone in the basement. My team's supreme. Stay clean. Triple B. Miracle dream. I'll be that. Catch a seat at all events. Bent gets and hosters girl on shoulder playboy i told you be nice to me lose too much i lose too much step on stage the drug too much i guess it's fucking on the name do too much be nice my touch never that if i did ain't no problem to get together with the true player that so you rollies in the sky so you have it that was biggie and like you say first spin on tracks for the big man which is kind of crazy how the hell have we gone this long without doing that We should be ashamed of ourselves thoroughly. Then again, has he had us on his show? Yeah, (laughs) eye for an eye and all that. Jesus, (laughs) that's even worse. (laughs) I was saying you're being a bit out of order. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about an eye for an eye. Obviously, I'm joking. (laughs) Anyway, moving on very swiftly, we're going to have a little sit and think about ourselves. What we've just done. (laughs) <laughs> because this is the end of our musical highlights. Of the. BALLONS! Week! Ho! 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 So today, listeners, is World Mental Health Day. As you download and listen to this glorious, glorious podcast. I can hear you saying, what's that? Well, essentially it's like an initiative that has been set up to try and promote the open discussion about mental illness. And help people who are suffering with such problems. Or people who are affected by you know, loved ones and family members who are also suffering from those problems. Feel more able and open to kind of discuss what's affecting them and what they're finding difficult in their lives. It's a really wonderful cause and one which is, for me personally, really, really close to my heart for many reasons I'm not going to go into right now, but it's something that I care a lot about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we kind of felt the need to discuss it in this week's episode. Yeah. Now, obviously, in the last few years, we've lost a number of very prominent people from the music industry due to very serious mental health issues, uh, you know, Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington being two of the most publicised. But at the same time, I often feel like uh, the issue around mental health is something that's not really taken as seriously as it should be within the musical public. Uh, take someone who, as you know, is very important to us and a big hero of ours, Kanye West. Uh, like him or loathe him. And, you know, people have got very different opinions and that's totally fair. But this is a man who he has talked about having suicidal thoughts on Watch the Throne. He's talking about suffering from serious depression multiple times and has been open about being utterly reliant on prescription medication on each of his last two albums. Yet when he was hospitalized last year with a psychotic breakdown, uh, he became kind of the butt of a million Internet jokes. Um, It was cruel and it was unkind and it was just lacking in understanding of uh, another human being who was really suffering with something that he's in no way unique in suffering from you know the the stress and the depression that he was feeling at that time is something that a lot of people suffer with on a daily basis and I think it's really important that um, you know musicians become focal points for kind of public perception and um, how we as a society deal with certain issues Um, so I think it reflects really poorly on all of us when we see someone in a position of, uh, not not power, power is the wrong word, but in a position of, um, you know, public focus, be treated so poorly in their kind of moment of need. Um, Quite simply, without wanting to kind of get on my political soapbox on this podcast, which, you know, we all know I'm liable to do (laughs) at any particular stage, you know, mental health Crisis that is happening in this country and around the world is an absolute e- epidemic and it's a scandal within our society that uh, these issues aren't dealt with the same way that kind of a physical health issue is dealt with. They're <coughs> not given the same funding they're not given the same acknowledgement and they're not given the same understanding. And if a day like today can kind of play some part in bridging that gap and bringing things back to a better level then I think we will all be better off for it. So to mark this occasion, we wanted to play some music by artists who uh, not necessarily, you know, have kind of openly campaigned for mental health, or that might be the case with some of them, um, but people who have just shown a kind of openness to these issues, uh, who we feel embrace the kind of incredible power of the music that can have with people who feel alone or feel kind of disconnected or, you know, just struggling. Um, These artists, by offering their feelings and their insights, have helped to heal people or just helped understanding or kind of change the stigma around mental illness. And that can only ever be a positive thing. So while we are always going to be a jokey, fun, silly podcast by two silly little boys who are going to sit here and be silly, um, you know, sometimes it's nice to kind of at least touch on something that's important before going off into... What will undoubtedly, as tonight is a Friday night and the stellars are flowing, uh, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy ourselves. Um as we would love everyone out there to feel they're able to do too. Um, whilst also being conscious of an important issue. Do you feel like that summed up what we're trying to do Tim, here tonight? I agree wholeheartedly. Lovely stuff. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well let's get into it then. Um we're going to do three songs each, as always, and like I say, they can the connection to this particular subject can be whatever we want. So, Harry, I would love you to go first. Right, my first pick, um, and this actually became a little bit of a a deluge into a hell of a lot of music I listened to um, that kind of relates to this kind of introspective view. Um, my playlist grew ever so large after, <laughs> you know, just a train. I just sat on the train kind of going through songs I knew, got to about 20, then I kind of did a bit of research to see if I'd forgotten some, and it got to about 30, and it was just like, three picks, Tim. Um This is getting a bit ridiculous. <laughs> um, but my attention was brought to a guy that, uh, I would say, is within an industry that is getting much, much better Um, sorry, not in industry a genre, which I think is getting a lot better in bringing up issues that kind of relate to mental health and um, being open with their thoughts about subjects that maybe are deemed maybe kind of unacceptable to talk about or... Taboo, slightly, for sure Taboo, yeah possibly, within maybe their peers. Um, The first song I'm going for is Chum by Earl Sweatshirt. Uh, Do you know Earl Sweatshirt? I do, of course you do. Um, Mentioned him about ten minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Um, Earl Sweatshirt, for anybody who doesn't know, is uh, a member slash former member of Odd Future. Um, And he's one of the probably most I would say creditable um, well known apart from Tyler Um, because I think Tyler kind of made his name because of all the things he did and he was you know a a huge character and all this stuff Um, Earl kind of got his name through just sheer not that Tyler didn't have this but sheer talent in what he did like he was one of the smaller kind of characters uh, of the group um and people started to realize this guy's kind of got something actually and he kind of came out of the woodwork kind of he was doing more and more with them and everyone just kind of thought yeah they actually you know this guy's really worth to watch as well and he's got better and better through the years quite a young guy um and this song chum is quite a heart-hitting uh, in terms of its subject it's it's a lot about his dad uh his fatherless childhood his fatherless upbringing um it's something that is relatable um specifically within like his fan base and um just anyone that probably chooses to listen to his music it's something that is entirely it's relatable but also if it's understandable what he might be going through if you haven't being yeah, through totally, a, an bringing like his. Totally. I think it's one of the really interesting things about Odd Future as a group, because obviously, like you say, they're so, sorry, as a group, as a collective, whatever you want to call them, um, they're so kind of in some ways defined by Tyler. And like like you say, he's larger than life, right? Mm. Although people who are more uh, well in tune with his music and the lyrical content of it, they'll realise that he himself can be um, very considered and very in- Intelligent Absolutely. and articulate. Also, he is just like this big rah, kind of mm. character who, you know, is sometimes kind of difficult to see past. But actually, I think not just people who are in Odd Future, but people who are connected and have worked with those eyes, talking Frank, people like that, like in terms of bringing forward <laughs> issues and, you know, things that cause people to struggle within themselves. I think they're kind of more forward looking and forward thinking than virtually any any people within hip-hop ever yeah you know that i think so and i think things are going a really good way people are being really i feel like especially this group but also as younger guys come up and girls come up through this genre they're, they're being way more um transparent about their lives and their music totally feeds down because that you know they're influencing other people. I was just today listening to Kevin Abstract's album again, and um, he's got a song called "Miserable America," which is you know talking about um, uh, you know coming up against a lot of homophobia. And um, do you say Kevin Abstract? Yeah, who's part of the group that I told you about earlier? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, we've talked about him on the podcast before. Um, amazing artist, but again, you know that it's just kind of it filters down. It kind of that influence of people who are in a big position. You know, if they're if they're willing to be open and that's what people are responding to, then other people will do it too and feel enabled. Yeah. Yeah. Well there's a guy I'm gonna talk about later who is influenced by that kind of group because it's it's very obvious. Yeah. Um but yeah this is kind of my my first pick because I think personally if I go it's a genre that I'll go to if I'm feeling that kind of music at the moment. Yeah. it's 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 Because it's more spoken word and rapping is a, maybe a bit more easier for me to understand than when I'm listening to an indie song. I don't often take in the lyrics as much as I would in kind of a hip hop album. I, I go to that a lot more. Like, I, I don't want to say the name again because I always do, but with Tyler, and I won't go into it, <laughs> Magic just sense people being annoyed at me. <laughs> um, I go into his albums almost predominantly for lyrical content yep. more than I do musicality, which comes along after, which is very rare with any musician that I listen to, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think this would be a good one to start the day with. Let's get that ball rolling. Yeah, so um, Earl Sweatshirt here with Chum. It's probably been 12 years since my father left He left me fatherless And I just used to say I hate him in dishonest jest When honestly I miss this nigga like when I was six And every time I got the chance to say it. I was at sixteen. I'm hollow and tolerant skip. Shots storm that whole bottle. I show you a role model. Drunk, pissy, pissing on somebody front. Lawn trying to figure out how when a fuck I miss moderate. Mama often was offering peace, offering stink. Weeze, cough, scoffing, and he's off again. Searching for a big brother. Tyler was that plus he like how. I so, one thing before we move on upon kind of listening to that track together, Tim. Um just wanted to reiterate the point of how these guys are not just being angry about certain subjects which has maybe been in the past how yeah, subjects are talked about but it, it brings a real sadness and a truth to the subjects that they talk yeah. about and I think that is open commendable. Yeah, and I can't you know, wait to hear these guys talk about Ooh. all kinds of things yeah. just to help other people start talking about them for sure cool so uh, first pick done Tim your first pick I'm going to go on a very similar um, kind of theme, really, Um, and I'm also going to, just like you, I suppose, kind of tick off the one that people are probably going to expect me to go to for this subject matter. Uh, I spoke, I can't remember if it was last week or the weekend before, uh, on the podcast about Morrissey's new song, and it was talking about how people who are in kind of vulnerable places uh, connect to him massively because of his lyrical content they feel they make he makes them feel like they're not so alone um and i've always kind of had that with morrissey as well but even more so with um this artist who not only is kind of a peer as in like he's pretty much our age and putting out music now but also you know very uh delighted and fortunate that i think we can both count him as a little mate as well um, yeah he is yeah uh, one of the nicest guys we've ever had the fortune of meeting Kane Strang um, and kind of my you know, without a doubt at the moment my favourite musician who's putting stuff out and a bit of a hero of mine so it's weird to also and be he was friends on with the show yeah um, but he's very uh, reflective and introspective in his lyrical content and uh, talks a lot about um, you know, difficult subject matters and things that I really, really, really relate to, and I love the fact that he, for me, brings it into the 21st century. You know, he's got songs yeah. about uh, the perils of online dating, and he's got songs about not getting a text back. I was from gonna someone. say they don't have to be the darkest things; they can just be the things that everybody has well, thing is, little problems with. But they might stem with a dark, a deep, like they're triggers. They're yeah. triggers is what they are, and they come from you know a place of whatever it is, rejection Self-doubt. or, you know, yeah, all these things. And, um, for me, listening to Kane's music really does make me feel like I'm not the only person who, uh, struggles with a lot of issues. Um, I find him, which is funny because, you know, similar to what we talked about again, when we were talking about Morrissey people, so oh, it's really depressing music or, and, you know, I've, I've played Kane Strang albums to people and they've said, um, oh, not really in the mood for this or it's really gloomy or... <laughs> Whatever it is. But sometimes there's nothing more uplifting than knowing someone else is feeling the same way as you. And also the song I'm gonna play, I think is really important because um it's called Not Quite and New album. New album. It's from uh Two Hearts and No Brain, which as we've said before, <laughs> is an alternative name for this podcast. Um But I just I just think it's amazing for like um you know, it's a, it's a whole other subject and a whole other podcast to talk about, like masculinity and kind of how, uh, you know, again, oh, woe is me. But, like, at the same time, it's very difficult for, I think, sometimes men to express their feelings openly and in public. Of course. And the idea that a guy who, um, in his kind of early 20s, getting up on a stage and he can sing a song where the chorus is, I'm really not doing very well. I just find absolutely amazing and inspiring and really empowering the fact that he can do that. And I just have the utmost respect for him. And I think, uh, on this day, what a wonderful message to say, you know, if you're not feeling very well, you know, if you had a, if you had a headache, if you had a tummy ache, you would just say it. So, you know, I think that, you know, saying I'm not doing very well is a really important thing. And then also like the, the next bit of the chorus acts as a real kind of um, like a warning because he says uh, do not turn to others as suggested to the dark, dark blue, the dark, dark blue. It's like, do, do turn to others. There are other people out there who will help you. And you know, whether he means to or not, despite the fact that he's talking about how he maybe doesn't do that. His music makes me feel like there are others. Yeah. Um, Well, I think that's the, the, biggest part of people and musicians talking about these things is when you hear from people are almost shocked sometimes if I if I get close to somebody and then I say things that I kind of keep to myself certain you know I won't go into it but thoughts that I've had um, it's very often the case that those people can relate in some way Yeah. no matter who they are how kind of popular you think they are or how well they might be doing that you think you know, sometimes they can be the opposite of what you may, or what they may look like from the outside, in terms of their mental sure. state. And it's yeah, for sure. And it's bringing bringing attention to those people that everybody goes through yeah. things. And yeah, and it's it's really sad. Is that is really sad? And like, um, you know, like the conversations we have off mic, I think depressingly, I think they would really surprise a lot of people because they think, oh, too young males who you know we've got all right jobs and we, you know people would think we would just be like "Eh, yeah yeah." you know lads we're having a lovely old time but you know these are the these are the conversations that actually people who want to open up a lot of people feel like they can't um um, that's the problem with the whole kanye stuff is people can't see past the fact that he's a superstar with loads of money and when i hear about footballers that have mental health problems and people like yeah but they're rich it's like You can't relate to their world, but you have to relate to the fact that they might have problems as well. Sigmund Freud said that his favorite clients were not his favorite clients were rich people, not because they paid him more money for their sessions, because they didn't believe that money would solve all their problems. You know, Mm. it like with Kanye, he he's struggling because he knows that you know you might have grown up your whole life thinking if I get really rich, then everything will be alright. And then you get there and you're still not alright. It's like, right, well, I'm going to have to find some other solution to this problem. Maybe it's within myself. Um, But without wanting to go too far down that road, um, Kane Strang, a brilliant, I think, um, voice of a generation. There's, there's like, uh, there's a funny... I'm going to keep the clip of that for next time he comes on the show. Yeah, there's a funny scene in Girls where uh, Lena Dunham's character, Hannah, says to her parents... I don't want to freak you guys out, but I think I might be the voice of a generation, or at least a voice of a generation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at the very least, that's what Kane Strang is. He's, He's a voice. voice of a generation. <laughs> um, and this, just completely musically, not quite, it's one of my favourite songs from the new album, which... Is one of my favorite albums of all time, so let's play it. It, that was Kane Strang with not quite Harry on to your second pick thanks man excellent though <laughs> uh, right so my second pick is um something that I was surprised at kind of being within this area of uh kind of topic um because I've been singing this song out loud for many 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 moons. Not kind of knowing its subject matter, singing along to the words. Really, and yeah, I mean, so I don't, I don't know what you know what I'm like with lyrics. I can I can sing out with lyrics, but they don't often, unless something is a vocal track for me or something yeah, yeah, sure. that I've purposely gone into vocally. Um, it's not something that always sticks out to me. So before you say it, I think that's very similar to um, when we had Mind of a Lion in here, and mm. we were talking about their songs being kind of quite uh, political. political and like very forthright with their message, but somehow it's kind of hidden under the layers of just the music. So exactly. it's like, you know, people are just like, oh, but you don't really know. Well, that's the thing. Um, so the song is Solitude is Bliss by <laughs> yeah. Tame Impala. I mean, yeah, from, from the from the name. And I, I say it all the time, so I, I'll reference this yeah. track to people all the time thinking, I'll be like, oh, Solitude is Bliss. No one <laughs> ever really gets it. For, um, for anyone in the world. Because it's it's a bit of an album track, isn't it, for yeah. uh, people that aren't big fans. But also, for anyone in the world, for you, Solitude is Bliss. You love a bit of Solitude. I do love a bit of Solitude, <laughs> although I am the opposite. It's due to problems I have. <laughs> you do love it a bit, though. I like, I feel comfortable yeah. within myself, yeah. which is a good thing. Uh, but I do prefer people's company. Come on over, Harry. <laughs> He doesn't invite me anywhere. I invite you everywhere. Um, so, anyway, before we get into that rabbit <laughs> hole... <laughs> we need a relationship therapist for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's this the kind of chorus, the kind of main part is... You will never come close to how I feel. Not said in that exact uh, tone and no. anything else. Um, it's funny, because I always... Like, I, I don't... I, I feel like I know this song like the back of my hand yeah but I do you know what in my head this song always was like you know when you hear like Gary Lineker or Alan Shearer saying like uh, there's no feeling like scoring a goal yeah my interpretation of this song was always uh, Kevin Parker telling the audience how much he loved performing to them and like you will never know I mean, it's how good, good this feels. The interpretation, the command yeah. that's beautiful. But um But it's not that. No. I mean it's very much letting people know that you will not know his loneliness. Yep. Um until you felt it. So, I mean, I could run through the lyrics, but my main thought upon this kind of pick is that you can Use music as a vessel for your thoughts and your idea, and it doesn't always have to sound well. I mean, a classic point is that people say the Smiths were depressing, yeah. they've got some songs that are just not depressive for me. Some of them sound as jangly and jumpy and joyful as anything else. When I say that you know, the the polar opposite of you know, sadness is laughing, and there's there's nothing funnier than a hundred Smith's lyrics I could reel off the back of my hand now. Like, Yeah. Well, there's... I mean, it, I always feel if I were to make... If I were to get back into making music, my thing would be self-deprecation. If mm. I were good enough to write well, I find self-deprecative humour yeah. my favourite humour yeah. there ever is. And we will talk about this more in a minute because I'm really excited for what I know is your third pick. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because that is really where we're going. It is where we're Very shortly. Um, But yeah, the main reason is because sometimes... I mean, sometimes people might not pick up... The good thing about these artists are they're getting their thoughts out there. Whether it's helping somebody or not, they're putting their thoughts out into these tunes. Yeah. And that song may mean a whole lot for him, um, considering it's subject matter. And some people yeah. might really pick up on that. That might mean a lot to yeah. some other people that may be going through issues. Totally. But I also love the idea that because we can all do little things every day that make us feel better about ourselves. And I love the idea that uh, for the musician themselves, it's just a cathartic uh, process to get up there and sing that song. Um, you know, to help them deal with what they're going through. I think that's also beautiful. Yeah. Um, also, just before we play the track, is that uh, going to a gig of theirs and everybody's singing, you will never come close to... Reminds me maybe possibly of another track I was going to do, which was um, a Radiohead song with... Um, I lost myself, yeah. I lost... And when I was at, um, at the gig, I don't know if I might have talked about it in the Glastonbury episode, but one of the biggest takeaways from that was how many... He, what Radiohead mean to yeah. people with all of them singing this kind of meaningful, um, just like everybody shouting and like creep, like yeah. I'm a creep, I'm a weirdo, and everyone like just screaming yeah. it at the top of their lungs. Totally, and all of these basically inadequate feeling people, yeah. which is what we all feel at time. At it, times, I, yeah, I couldn't relate more to like when I went to see Morrissey. That was exactly. The the way that felt is just like, you know, Mm. all these kind of outsiders in a way. Exactly. But we're not outsiders. And sometimes you need the right person to channel these feelings for you through their music. And for some people it might be some psych rock. Yeah. So we're gonna play Solitude is Bliss by Tame Impala after I've finished this sentence. So my second pick is maybe like a little bit more on the nose than my last one, purely because it's an artist I really wanted to um, shout out, I guess. Uh, this is Best Coast's Beth Constantino. Um Mouthful. <laughs> You know the band Best Coast? Like yeah. classic, you know, kind of 2010, maybe around that time. One of the best kind of surfery rock acts to come out of uh, America. Yeah absolutely loved their first album, was obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. But like, as an artist and as a person, lead singer Beth is a huge um, advocate for uh, lots and lots of mental health charities, spends an enormous amount of her time campaigning and trying to bring these issues to the fore. Uh, So I kind of felt like I couldn't really go through this episode with that knowledge without shouting out, because um, as I was saying earlier, I would love the musical uh, community and the musical public to, you know, be kind of at the forefront of bringing these things forward. And I cannot think of anyone, really, over the last few years who has done more than her. So uh, kind of totally deserving of a shout-out. But also, you know, lyrically, within her songs, she really kind of does the job too. And there's a certain song that I would love to play called Feeling Okay, which... um, it's kind of, it's kind, in some ways it feels like just like a one day entry in a diary because it starts by saying like, woke up feeling okay today and kind of talks about how long is this going to last? I don't really know if it is, um, but also it's kind of uh, an anthem about self care and self love and like, um, you know, you, we can all look to external sources to try and make us feel better, but sometimes what you actually need to, is just to take care of yourself listen to your body and listen to your mind and uh, think about what is gonna make you feel better today that's all you really need to do you know if you feel better today than you did yesterday then you're making steps in the right direction no matter how much you might be struggling Uh, and that's kind of what this song says to me Um, and also I just really love it on a kind of complete completely musical basis Um, it's just one of those tracks from early best Coast stuff that was Fucking brilliant and they really kind of turned up. Um certainly in the UK there was no there was no female fronted band that was just as kind of you know, as cool, just like as I, I I never know how to say the phrase in like an English accent, but just like as badass, like properly badass. Badass. But like yeah, just properly but that's what I mean. Just like just Just being completely um, you know although you know lyrically maybe it would say that she wasn't as comfortable with herself as it would feel like she just came and turned up and when she was just amazingly inspiring and powerful and I' always loved her presence and I've loved her as you know an advocate and I think she's a really important person to go and check out so uh, best coast feeling okay that is my second pick um... that was Best Coast. Harry, would you like to bring us on to your, I believe, third and final pick? We've rocketed through this one. Yes, we have indeed. Third and final pick. And one that I've been so excited to talk about, Tim. I'm excited for this one too. It's rare that, um, I think either of us really, have a pick that one of us brings to the table and we're both just like, yeah, let's talk about that. That's going to be brilliant. So, yeah, so before I... Get into it. Did you like this when I told you about it? So, have you listened to the... I mean, let's say who it is first before. Okay. So, um, we're going to start talking about Zach Villere. Yeah. um, Or Villery. Something around those. We don't know how to say words. Yeah. Um, So, this guy kind of... You know, he's been um, dossing about for a little bit. So, Zach Villere, who has previously gone under the name of Froyo... Froyo Mar, it's a it's a difficult one. Um, Twenty two years old, uh, from Louisiana, and he became kind of a bit of a, I guess you could also s- almost say um, viral hit back in earlier this year with a single that he brought out. And I did hear the single at the time, um, but I just you know I liked it, and I remember thinking, this yeah this guy's. Pretty cool, I like it. Uh, And then, kind of nothing happened, and then just yesterday, I came across him again. And he was originally going to be my highlight, but funny enough, he fits into this category really nicely. Um, He did bring out an album. Uh, The album is Little World, and it is something I've been just obsessed with the last two days. Um, the song I'm specifically going for is called "Cool," and I feel like a lot of people will know it once they've, hear- once they've heard it. It's got a really funny video. He's a very, you know, I talked earlier about this whole self-deprecative thing being my jam. This guy just kind of yeah, that's, knocks that's that what out I was apart. alluding to because I knew yeah. I knew it was coming. He just knocks it out of the part, doesn't yeah. he? With this, um, brilliant. Um, and in such a profoundly brave way, like, when I've I've literally, as we record, I've known about this guy for 12 hours. Mm. Uh, I've listened, in, listened to his album two and a half times. Yeah, it's um, good enough to go, like, through, yeah. not good enough. I mean, it's it's catchy and it's short enough to go through yeah. quite a lot. And I keep times. watching the video that you're talking about and, like, I've looked through the comments where, like, the, the, the top comment right now... Um, I mean, I am going to paraphrase it ever so slightly because there's a word in there which is a bit unseemly, but it says this is the hardest guy alive because yeah, I think I've it takes that. such bravery to put this out. Like, yeah, it does. Unbelievable. It's it's brave. It's um. So he's like originally this guy that's just kind of makes beats. He's he's quite R and B based the album. Um, and it's, I think it's just clever. It's, um, I mean, we are kind of, I am getting a little bit off topic, but I will bring it back once I've said my... No, let's we? talk about the song um, as well. This is a music podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. Um, an album as itself, it seems like the height of lo-fi kind of work. Do you know what I, do you know what it really reminds me of? And, but also in the same way that it's, it couldn't be a more polar opposite is... It reminds me of the first XX record right. when you heard someone who was making kind of indie guitar music and they stripped out everything that was unnecessary and they just kind of came with the very basics. This is what you need. Yeah. This is what this feels like to me. It's the hip hop version of that where it's like, you don't need all the the high tech uh, equipment and you don't need, you know, 15, 20 layers of audio you just need. He, yeah, he sounds like somebody who has a basic understanding of how music tech works. And he's able to piece together these really nice things. And he's doing things with this kind of album that. The whole. I mean, this is. I've, I talked earlier about somebody uh, having influences from people like Tyler. And he has that within his little skits between the tracks. And the way the tracks bleed into each other is just seamless. Yeah. I mean, the skits um, are so funny. They're, they are. The, the beginning one, like, shall I touch it? Is it one where they think, think it's an alien? alien. Yeah. The, the, I like that one, but the the next one makes me laugh even more, where they're talking about someone who they think they've seen the other day. But then he's like, you I feel, think he no, faked he, his, own his own death. <laughs> he's like, why? I think it was the... Taxed <laughs> <laughs> to get out of tax. It's really, really funny. Do so you want a popsicle? <laughs> yeah, I want a popsicle. No, it's, no, it's it's clever. like, do you want a popsicle? And then he asks for a flavor, and he's like, I got you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like his his vocal is smooth. It's not perfect, and it does not try to be. That is what is so endearing about this. I mean, there are plenty of artists that are also just like that, but um, because I think I think what like you say is endearing is. Um, it's it's honesty and it's unabashed this is who I am you know yeah. again looking through the YouTube comments there's a million people saying uh, is this Tyler sorry God, it's not, no not is this Tyler he wishes there's a million comments saying uh, this reminds me of Napoleon Dynamite is yeah, this is Napoleon yes. Dynamite's little brother and like you know this is a nerdy looking guy yeah. singing about how he wishes he was cool yeah Um, and one of the best lyrics is uh when he looks in the mirror yeah. and he realises oh is that what I look like yeah. but then it's on the, other ha- on the other hand I also think or well, half the time this, yeah. this is very much not the exact lyrics I just want to say that <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's half the, the stuttering time. delivery <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that like, uh, half the time I know I'm cool and honestly this is one of the most like relatable tracks for me I don't think I'm cool But I know I'm not as bad as I sometimes feel. And that's the thing that hits me with this. Is that, yes, he knows... He's kind of saying... uh, By the way, this is in the track Cool. I will be playing a bit. Um, He knows that he's not what is considered cool or Um, the best. Or, you know, whatever he's trying to say. But he knows deep down that he does actually like who he is. He may struggle with it. But actually... He thinks he's actually all right. Yeah. And right. I and I sometimes feel very much like that. And yeah, I know a lot of people will. All, it's something we can all relate to. Yeah. I've, I've got the lyric here in it. Again, it's really funny. And he delivers it in a really... He does. The delivery I think, I think, is so great. I think what's great about it is that, like... Um, again, we talked about people talking about kind of introspective music being depressing and being sad. And actually, he's um, got that beautiful ability... Uh, I would relate to someone, say like maybe Simon Amstel, who mm. his whole uh, comedic persona is self-deprecating and uh, analysing himself too much. Mm. Um, I think he's got that ability to do that in music, this guy. Because um, <laughs> it's funny the way he says it. He says, I look in the mirror and I say, oh no. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that is that, that what I look, look like? <laughs> I don't want to be me, but half the time, that's cool. Because inside, I know I'm cool. Yeah. So cool. And it's like, and I mean, after first listen, you'd be able to watch that. And like, yeah. you have to sing along to it as well. Yeah. Not only is the kind of subject matter great, but it's a catchy tune. And it reminds me a little bit of Home Shake. Um, that kind of awkward placement of these kind of... You know, Naturally. these zippy little um, yeah. vocals and things. I'm just going to cut you in because I was I was reading that from Genius.com, which, as we all know, is a lyrics website where yeah. uh, people post their um, potential analysis of what a song means. And I've just seen that actually Zach Valer came and chipped in on his own song and said what it's about. So, oh, really? So maybe I could... Should, should I share that? Yeah. It says, uh, It's light-hearted, but I'm talking about how I really feel. It's legit just a reflection of me as a person, I think. I don't really know why I make music. I think it's just because it makes me feel good. If people like it, that's sick. I do want to have a positive impact, though. I want to be cool to myself, just being a better version of myself. I don't like who I was when I was younger, and I don't like a lot about who I am now. I just want to be a better version of me. And I know that sounds dumb and fake and deep, but that's what I mean by that. That's Wonderful. his analysis of the song. I love that even when he's trying to be open, he feels like he's going to be shat on for his what he's saying. The whole kind of I know this sounds like stupid yeah. or whatever. apologetic, straight up. Yeah, because it's it's hard to talk about those things. Yeah. Um, I really really love this guy. Um, I'm I, I'm he's someone that I feel like I want to follow. One of the main takeaways from this is. As you've kind of suggested, is that it just looks like he's having fun, yeah, and he's saying all of these things, and he's made a nice tune, but in the video, it just looks like he's having a good time, yeah, and that's one of the most important things. Um, so I think the best thing to do now is play some of the track, yeah. Um, I love to absolutely play hype this because like this is something I'm really excited by as well. Like yeah, you know, this is a Cane Strang take two. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to get him on. Um, this album did come out in May uh, Hopefully it gets the traction it deserves Will it be in the top 10, 15, 20 of the year? Maybe We'll we'll, we'll give it time Yeah, We'll see where it goes Um. So yeah, let's play Cool by Zach Villera. I just wanna be cool Cool, yeah, yeah can You can't tell me that I'm cool good pretty good life's not bad right now I can't complain so I think I might go to this party that this girl invited me to. oh, oh, oh. right that was the best song that's ever been on tracks and Tim bring us back to your so pick number three i mean i loved it but it wasn't i'm just gonna <laughs> put that on i, like, I feel let the listener decide <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh for my final pick what i wanted to uh bring is a song that kind of even just in its title sums up something that i is kind of a hope and an aspiration that I have for anyone who is kind of suffering with the kind of issues that we've discussed at length in this episode. When suddenly whenever I've kind of struggled, I had shitty weeks, months, years, um, it's kind of impossible sometimes to feel like there's another side to it. It's just like, this is who I am. This is where I am. This is kind of how I always feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel kind of feeling where it's like, oh, I could, feel better one day. It's kind of really, really when you're there, impossibly hard to achieve. Um, it's, it's, I feel like that is easy to see once it's happened, but yeah, once you're out and until, it's, you know, until then it almost feels like it's not yeah. plausible. And it's, and it's kind of totally understandable why people who you talk to when you're feeling that way will say like, Oh, you'll, you'll be all right. You'll feel mm. better soon. But that's like saying to someone who's got a, broken spine like it'll fix in a bit you'll be fine <laughs> yeah. i've got a broken spine <laughs> it's literally hanging yeah yeah will be fine um but what's really even more difficult is to kind of um you know conjure that uh, energy within yourself to try and make yourself feel better so there's a song by an artist who actually you played uh, a few weeks ago um and we Imagine. both kind of admit you are a legend are you? right. <laughs> but we both kind of admit at the time that we didn't know a huge amount about but one of the, what i mentioned at the time was there was one particular song by this artist that i knew the artist is Sufjan stevens um oh i know what you're gonna play and there's a song called i want to be well and i just love the um yeah, I just love the hope in it and um he talks a lot about um struggling he particularly he had a very serious physical illness i think a viral infection um that made him feel kind of um hopeless and like i'm i'm just never going to be better mm. um but he talks about the correlation between that and his mental health at the same time and how he was just completely um determined within himself to make himself better and i think Um, you know certainly when I'm feeling shit if anything of that someone else feeling like that could rub off of me that would be totally uh, not just useful but like desperately needed Um, so I think it's a really important song and a great song and hopefully maybe a, a good song to finish on you know people might be feeling down but you know if you can find within yourself the hope that you can feel better then that will make a big difference immediately um, so I'm, I'm just going to play it, it's called I Want to Be Well by Suffin' Stevens Here it is To think that I would die This time, so there you have it that was I Want To Be Well by Sufjan Stevens and that brings us to the end of um, another one of these episodes which I think are quite rare within our catalogue but where like we start out really hoping desperately that we're not completely inadequate to cover what is quite a serious subject Um, you know if if we can have offered anything to anyone that would be such an amazing thing but to be honest I'm not expecting that I'm not hoping that we didn't um, set out to do that, no. No, and there are people out there who are much better placed than us to do that. So, uh, for for a start, the, a charity that I absolutely love um, means a lot to me is Mind. Um, you can find them at mind.org.uk, and really, if you if you're going through anything at all right now, go there, go talk to them, go and find the help you need. So um, they have somebody you can talk to. Yeah, they've got hotlines. It's all it's all there at the website. Uh, if not them, then links that will take you closer to people who, if you're outside the UK, for example, you need the help you need to get. You know, go go find it, please. There are people out there who are uh, desperate to help and spend their entire lives dedicated to helping people, and it's a really powerful thing. Um, I I also want to say that if you have loved ones and people that you know, good friends of yours and stuff, I get a lot of my help in people like you Tim uh, close friends of mine that sometimes just telling problems yeah. to tune, just talking to for sometimes just 10 minutes just getting things off your chest and that can mean the world you'll be amazed how much even what might feel sometimes like the most closed off friends can actually offer uh, help and sanctuary in your hardest times even if you think oh, do you know what we don't have that relationship or They're not people who understand these kind of things. If you just open up, people will open up too. We all feel the same inside. It's a really powerful thing. But If you don't have that, then there are other places to go as well. The point is, take care of yourself, people. It's really hard out there. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we all need a little bit of TLC or whatever it is. Um, We're all going to go through difficult times. Hopefully, we're all going to come out of it the other side and stronger people for it. Um, Honestly, I wish we could offer more at this stage, but I don't really know (laughs) what else to say. I'm feeling overwhelmed a little bit. Um, We'll call it a day. But, yeah. We'll call it a day. It's been an important episode for me, if nothing else. Um, Like I said, taking care of yourself. I feel like doing this episode is taking care of a little a uh, bit of me so if I mean, else that's good just quickly tracks is as much a talk show talk show? a music podcast as it is a therapy session for me and you Oh like, yeah I mean that's what it's become every week yeah uh, on and off mic um, I you may I, hear an hour of a podcast but there's four or five hours of talking about how our lives yeah. are going if we didn't do this as in like the meet up every week Lord only knows where we'd be right now. Honestly, I wouldn't be. It doesn't. It doesn't bear thinking about. No. Um, so on that note, uh, I've just made an executive decision about the track we're going to go out on. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say so I've it been. Fuck me, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been Tim, and I have been Harry, and this has been tracks, and this song is the Beatles. With a little help from my friends. Oh, beautiful choice, well then. Out we go. See you next week, guys. Ta What would you think if I sang at it too? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Let me your ears, and I'll sing you a song, and I'll try not to sing.